in our fourth session now on Ephesians 5, 8-14, we try to understand how this word for works right here in verse 9, and we'll see that it has implications for this entire section right here. Let's read it. For at one time you were darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of the light. For the fruit of light, it doesn't have any verb in the original, but I supplied consists, the fruit of light in all goodness and righteousness and truth. Proving, which modifies this walk here, you walk as children of the light proving, seeking to know by testing what is pleasing to the Lord, and take no part in unfruitful, compare fruit, unfruitful works of darkness. So works of darkness, fruit of light, but instead expose them. We'll pick that up at a later time. In fact, this right here, proving what is pleasing to the Lord, I want to devote a session to that as well so that we can talk about this whole issue of do Christians need to please the Lord? Should they even think in terms of pleasing the Lord? How important is it that we please the Lord? So I want to set that aside and deal with that probably next time. So here the question is how to understand the way Paul is thinking when he says, walk as children of the light because the fruit of light is in, consists in all goodness. And that word all modifies all of these, I think. All goodness, all righteousness, all truth. Don't take any part in unfruitful works of darkness. So, Father, as we compare this unfruitful works of darkness with this fruit of light and how the argument works here, guide our minds and grant that we would indeed be those who bear the fruit of light in these ways rather than doing the works of darkness that are unfruitful. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. So perhaps you can hear the drift of my thinking, and I hope it's the drift of Paul's thinking, you judge, when I point out that the all here is probably What's behind this ground? Let me see if I can paraphrase it in such a way that it would make sense, and, and then you judge whether you think Paul's thinking this way. So he's telling us to walk as children of the light. So we, we are light. That is, light is our nature, and it's our nature because we're the children of light. So he says, walk as children of the light, which would mean 
walk in ways that are befitting light, in accord with light, who is the Lord. And then he adds this, because the fruit of light is all goodness, all righteousness, all truth, which sounds to me like he's saying, the reason I want you to bring your life into conformity with the light is because I want you to understand how sweeping and comprehensive it is when you do that. In other words, bring your life, your walk, into conformity to light because the fruit of light is everything. It's everything. It's all goodness. It's all righteousness. It's all truth. So you see how important it is that you walk as children of the light. So let's let's see if we can press into this goodness, righteousness, and truth. See if Paul is giving us any clues. There's one other place in Paul where goodness and righteousness come together. It's right here in Romans 5. One will scarcely die for a righteous person. But perhaps for a good person, one would dare even to die. But God shows his love for us in that while we were yet, or still sinners, Christ died for us. Now just lock in for a moment on the difference between goodness and righteousness here. One would scarcely die for a righteous person, but maybe one would die for a good person. So goodness is somehow a movement beyond righteousness, at least in the way it's perceived in people's minds, so that people might be inclined to say, I'll give my life for this person because he was not only righteous, he was good. So righteousness would probably be bringing your life into accord with standards, God being the ultimate standard, so a life uh, in perfect consistency with God's law, God's will. In that sense, you are a, uh, you do what's right. I'm a person who does what's right. But then there's a person who does what's right, and he seems to be oriented to do what helps people, what blesses people, what honors people. It's a person-oriented um, action. So now I come back here, and I say, Walk as children of the light, because the fruit of light not only comprehends all goodness towards people, all righteousness in relationship to God and his law, but all, all truth, everything that truth would commend, everything that is right, everything that is good is summed up in the light. It's what the light does. The light is that kind of power and reality. If you are light, that's what, that's the fruit your life bears. That's the way I think he's arguing. So this four here is based on the fact that he wants to bring out how comprehensive it is to walk as children of light. You walk as children of light, you will be involved in all the goodness possible, all the righteousness possible, all the truth possible. That's the goal of 
walking as children of the light. And now, the contrast. And take no part in the, and then he chooses specifically to contrast fruit of light with unfruitful works of darkness. So light begets a lifestyle, and darkness begets a lifestyle. And the lifestyle of the light is full of fruit, goodness and righteousness and truth. And the lifestyle of the darkness is no fruit. And if you say, in, well, you can be very rich and very powerful. Yes, you can. And that's not the kind of fruit he's denying. He's denying what? This and this and this. The people who walk in darkness, who, who are darkness, they do not do goodness. They do not do righteousness. They do not do truth. Their lives are unfruitful. And here's one last thing to observe. Isn't it remarkable that he chooses fruit here of light and works here of darkness? Which reminds us, doesn't it, of Galatians 5? Now the works of the flesh are evident. And then he lists them. Sexual morality, impurity, sensuality. But the fruit, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, faithfulness, and so on. So the flesh has a lifestyle. And Paul does not choose to call it fruit. He doesn't say, now, the fruits of the flesh. He could have. Technically, that would have been okay if, if fruit just means that which grows out of the flesh. But here he chooses fruit for all these beautiful things and works for all these ugly things. And so back here, when he says that the life that the darkness produces is unfruitful, he calls them works as well. He likes to use the word fruit for what is nourishing. You can do works that don't nourish people, bless people, help people, strengthen people, give people life. But fruit is food. Fruit is life. And that's what goodness and righteousness and truth are in the world. So that's how I understand the argument here for why we should walk as children of the light. <laughs>